Championship Sunday is almost here. I can feel it. Amber and Ian presented by Progressive Insurance. It feels like it's been a long wait, Ian. We are here. We are ready. One of these two teams is going to find its way into a Super Bowl. Lance Taylor from the next round live. Also, Lance'sLock.com. Always kind enough to join us. Championship Sunday is almost here. I can feel it. Amber and Ian presented by Progressive Insurance. It feels like it's been a long wait, Ian. We are here. We are ready. One of these two teams is going to find its way into a Super Bowl. Lance Taylor from the next round live. Also, Lance'sLock.com. Always kind enough to join us each and every week and give us his best betting advice. And we appreciate it very much, Lance, as always. Let's start with the early game on Championship Sunday. Chiefs at Ravens. That is a 3 p.m. kickoff. What do you have for me on this one well right now uh espn bet uh, ravens three and a half 44 and a half i think this number's moved just a little bit i think the um the activation of mark andrews has been big for the ravens you know lamar jackson's favorite target he hasn't been active since middle of november isaiah likely has played really well in his spot um and you saw the ravens like Okay, Ravens first half against the Texans in the divisional round, tied at half, and then you saw elite Ravens the final 30 minutes where they just completely blow the doors off the Texans. On the other side, Chiefs um, battle-tested. We're n- normally we're used to seeing these games in Arrowhead with Pat Mahomes in the playoffs, uh, but they go up to Buffalo. They're able to get out of there with a win. Mahomes 3-1 and all-time against uh, Lamar Jackson. This is the first time in championship game history we've got two top scoring defenses with Baltimore leading the way, 16.5 points per game. Kansas City just giving up a little over 17 points per game. I think the difference here could be Baltimore. The you know Pat Mahomes is the best under pressure, but Baltimore actually getting home, leading the league with 60 sacks. The Chiefs, it's going to be a little wet in Baltimore. We know they led the NFL in drops. I think that could be a factor. Um, but Sean Smith, uh, the head official in this game. You guys have probably seen this conspiracy theory rolling around out there. Uh, I know, I know the NFL wants Taylor Swift in this Super Bowl. They want her in Las Vegas. Seems like and he, he, you guys, I'm just telling you, I'm not saying there's any kind of fix. I am just saying that the, the right official for a road team to win a game is on the call for Kansas City because home teams, 50% of the time they win the games, when Sean Smith is his crew, it's only 40%. Massive difference there. So uh, number one in the NFL in unnecessary roughness calls. So any kind of critical call down the stretch, keep an eye out for it. Uh, but right now, uh, the Ravens, to me, uh, equal field or a neutral field, any given Sunday, I think they're double digits better than the Chiefs. But Pat Mahomes, the ultimate equalizer. Right now, our producer, James Steele, is rubbing his beard. It's about a foot long, right, and pulling back on his ponytail <laughs> and going. He's a diehard Chiefs fan going, oh, yeah, Sean Smith. That's my guy right there. Uh, yes, you know, I, don't, yes, I got killed yes. this week, guys, for talking about that. And I, I, you know, The NFL is way too big of a massive product that you're ever going to have anything that is Amen. fixed. You might have Amen. a rope official. Yep. A rogue, rogue cornerback. These guys are making too much money. It's a, it's a multi-billion-dollar, um, you know, industry. But at the same time, I do think it is interesting that you had a lot of different crews that you could have picked, and they did go with the crew and Sean Smith that actually favors the road team more than any other. So if you're just looking at pure analytics, that could oh. play into this game. Just keep an eye out for it. What about the total LT? Forty-four and a half. Yeah, forty-four and a half. This is one of those where you've got two quarterbacks that can just. 
completely light it up. You've got the best scoring defenses, and I think that's why it's on a tad on the the smaller side. I, you know, I, I think if these defenses weren't, and this is by far the best defense that Patrick Mahomes has had. Now, with that said, if he's able to get to a Super Bowl, um, I think this is probably the best quarterbacking job he's done with the talent around him on the offensive side. Um, I would probably lean under here. I think the majority of people will look at this with the elite quarterbacks, and they're going to be like, hey, it's going to be hard to stop either one of these guys. Uh, but at the same time, man, I mean, 44 and a half when you've got Mahomes and, and Lamar out there, not really a big total with how these defenses play. And, again, elements could come into play as well. Ian has been making a big deal. And, by the way, Lance Taylor joining us from <laughs> Lance'sLock.com. Ian's been making a big deal about Mark Andrews coming back. and and. It's huge. My, it's, it's huge. It's a, it's a big deal if, if he's healthy, Mark Andrews, and has not lost a step here, and he's still the, the number one target there. If all of that's true, yes, but obviously he's coming back from major injury, so we will see. Mark Andrews, though, he is coming back into an AFC championship game. From a betting perspective, Lance, how has that affected, if at all, your analysis? Yeah, you know, I, I think, Amber, it's a good question because, you know, most outside of a quarterback, nobody's going to affect the number. And I know we're going to get to the NFC Championship game in a little bit. And I think Debo Samuel was one of those guys that can move a number a half point or so. But Mark Andrews is one of the best tight ends, no doubt, in football. Um, Mark Andrews is a guy that, uh, you know, I don't want to call him a security blanket for Lamar Jackson, but he is a guy that Lamar Jackson loves to target. He has been practicing for a couple of weeks. Again, he hasn't played, I think, since November 16th was the day. Um, but because he's been practicing the last couple of weeks and they've given him a green light, I think he's going to be ready. And I think this is a guy that will be, um, he, he can be a major factor in this game. Uh, we'll see how it plays out. But uh, I, I do think that that benefits uh, the Ravens, obviously. All right, we know you have a massive play on the NFC Championship game. Detroit at San Francisco, minus San Fran right now on ESPN bet, minus seven and a half. Folks, I can't advise you enough. You never get beat by that hook, especially on a number like seven. So buy the damn thing one way or another. Uh, total 51 and a half. We know that on Lance'sLock.com you can get his big play on this game. But as far as analysis go, what do you see, especially when it comes to Debo Samuel? Yeah, you know, these organizations are so different, Ian. And you talk about that seven and a half. And this thing kind of stayed at seven all week. And I think they were trying to figure out, most shops, including ESPN Bet, what was going to happen with Debo Samuel. He's yeah. just important, obviously, to the offense. I think McCaffrey, probably most important player on this roster. And then you can start to make an argument, whether it's Trent Williams, Debo Samuel, Fred Warner, one of those guys. But Debo is that important. I think it would have ticked down to six and a half you would have been able to get the 49ers under a touchdown if you liked that side if Debo wasn't going to be playing. I think he's a full uh, full go in this. Uh, maybe the shoulder's a little sore. I don't think it's going to be much of a factor. But these are two organizations completely in different spots. Obviously, uh, the Lions are a huge story because they haven't been in this game since 1991. 49ers making an NFL record 19th conference championship game appearance. What's crazy is the Niners haven't won a Super Bowl since 1994. So it's been 30 years since this great organization has actually hoisted the Lombardi Trophy. Um, and I, I think a couple of factors. I think on the ground offensively, obviously what Christian McCaffrey can do for San Francisco. But on the other side, more importantly for Detroit, the two-headed monster of Jameer Gibbs trying to become just a sixth rookie in NFL history to rush for a touchdown in three consecutive playoff games coupled with David Montgomery, if those guys can take some pressure off a beat-up 
offensive line, Frank, uh, Frank Ragnow. We know that uh, he went down with injury against Tampa, not completely healthy. But if those guys can take a little pressure off of Jerry Goff, you know, I think Detroit can obviously have some offensive success. On the other side, I think the X factor for Detroit, maybe this entire game is Aiden Hutchinson. You know, a lot of people yeah. thought that maybe Detroit reached for him going number two overall out of Michigan, and he's been fantastic in two years. Eight sacks over his last four games. And a little side note here, Detroit 13-6 and six against the number this year. That's the second best Woo! against the spread number in the NFL, only behind the Vegas Raiders. And by the way, Amber can do a better rendition of Billy Jean than Aiden Hutchinson did in his Milk and Cookies <laughs> that you know, is not rendition true. of a Rookie of the Year. Yeah, boy, right there. I, I, gotta say, man, I thought Aiden from. did a pretty good job on Hard Knocks with the Billy Jean. <laughs> it was awesome. Are you kidding? He Don't embraced listen to it. anything Ian says. Uh, he's talking crazy right now. Lance Taylor from Lance'sLock.com joining us here on Amber and Ian. Lance, does it make your job harder the Billie when you're... Jean. Breaking down a team from a bet <laughs> behave yourself. When you're breaking down a team from a betting perspective that hasn't been in an, an NFC championship game since nineteen ninety one. I mean, is it easier when it's teams that you routinely see on this stage? I think from the Kyle Shanahan uh that experience, I think there is something there versus Dan Campbell. I mean, look, Kyle Shanahan, you could make make an argument along with Andy Reid, best coaches in football right now, and Shanahan is yet to win that championship. But as far as the organizations, I would say not, just because roster turnover is so much. Um, you know, but Jared Goff, I mean, here's the crazy thing, is Jared Goff has got more experience than Brock Purdy. And this is the first time we've ever had a number one overall quarterback uh, golf taken in 2016 with the Rams against Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick in the draft two years ago with Brock Purdy. And, you know, Brock Purdy was on this stage last year, but gets hurt on that first drive, and who knows what would have happened. I had San Francisco full transparency in that game, but when you got Christian McCaffrey throwing passes in the second half against a hot Eagles team, kind of impossible to, uh, to figure what's going to happen there. Um, but, you know, San Francisco, obviously the better organization throughout the years, but I think in this moment in time, maybe a little more playoff experience. Obviously the head coach, Kyle Shanahan, has got more experience. Uh, but this Detroit team, they're red hot right now. The Billy Jean, up my love. <laughs> Amber's looking at me right now, going, "What in the hell is he really going to do this?" No, I'm not, but we might. Hey, you know, Thanks and I'll me. say this final thing on these Lean championship games: Come on. the home quarterbacks have so much pressure on them. Mahomes has obviously already got a couple of these under his belt. Golf has been to one. Detroit's playing with house money. Again, San Francisco not winning a championship in 30 years. Brock Purdy, a lot of people believe, game manager, this isn't the guy that's going to be the future of the 49ers. And on the other side, as good as Lamar is in the regular season, we know he struggled in the postseason. So all of the pressure is on the home quarterbacks this weekend. Give me your best Michael Jackson rendition. Go. Oh, oh my gosh. I can't, Ian. <laughs> yeah, don't let him walk you down this path. Yeah. Man, there's no, there's no need like, for It's Friday. It's late. Easier, Come on. I can't, I can't get that high. I, I, no. No. I, don't let Ian do this to you. Lance Taylor, keeping it professional here on ESPN Radio. What? The next round live, Lance'sLock.com. Thanks, Lance. Uh, yeah, always fun, guys. You guys have a great weekend. Enjoy the games. Let's win. The Betty Jean of my love. Uh, you're such a troublemaker. Always a troublemaker, Ian Fitzsimmons. Let's get you updated on the NBA because Luca and Devin Booker tonight are troublemakers in their own right. The Mavs are beating the Atlanta Hawks 124 to 114. Luca 
has put up 66 points so far tonight. And Devin Booker and the Suns right now in a slightly tighter game with the Indiana Pacers. But Devin Booker has put up 60 points tonight. He had 29 Mm. points in the first quarter alone. We'll keep you updated on all of the live action. Plus, coming up here on Amber and Ian. I'm singing. House, no, you're not. Uh, that'll make people tune out. And we want them to stay with us. How surprising is it that none of Belichick, Vrabel, or Pete Carroll, none of those guys have landed a coaching job yet? We'll talk about that. Amber the and on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. We've had some big breaking news during tonight's show. Michigan, just a couple days removed from Jim Harbaugh going to the NFL. They have found their man now, Sharon Moore. He is now going to be the head coach officially of the Michigan Wolverines, the same coach who led them as their interim head coach to an undefeated run there towards, of course, winning the national championship during the suspension and the self-imposed suspension of Jim Harbaugh. And so now Moore will be the actual head coach and not the interim head coach for the Michigan Wolverines. So that news came from Adam Schefter a couple hours ago, and Ian, it makes all the sense. It does. And, And when you talk to any player on that Michigan team, I know we talked to Kirk Herbstreet about this last night. Um, I don't know if we have Herbie uh, from last night talking about Sharon Moore, uh, but as far as a, a clip goes. But man, a, a, anybody around that Michigan program, you 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 talk to Blake Corum, you talk to JJ McCarthy, you talk to any of the offensive linemen, Zach Zinter on down, they love Moore, love him. Now, if you're a Michigan fan right now. Don't expect a college football playoff berth this year because you're losing seven of your top offensive linemen to the NFL draft, including Zach Zinter. Obviously, you got hurt, and you were able to overcome that. Um, you're losing Blake Corm. You're losing J.J. McCarthy. You lo- you're losing Roman Wilson at wide receiver. You're losing your star bookends you know, as edge rushers, your, your star safety. A ton. We can keep going, Amber, right? I mean, this was a... As Blake Corum told us the week before the national championship, player-led. This was a player-led team, and that's a dream for any coach. But you have to allow players to lead and then also morph them. That makes sense. And Harbaugh is one of the best at it. Sheryl Moore also I mean, has immense respect in that room. 
and, and and that team. And I guarantee you, like we were texting with Blake Corm earlier as he was getting on a plane when the show started, and he was emphatic. Coach Moore is the man for the job. So when you have a guy like that saying it, where Manuel, uh, the AD, played under Bo Schembechler, you know, at, at Michigan, this to me is a no-brainer. It was an easy one, done, seal it, and it got done in a very short amount of time, Amber. Why? Because it was the only decision and the right decision to make. Yeah, a very easy decision there for Michigan. Uh, probably an easy transition, at least as easy as a transition can be when you're moving on from a championship winning coach. So again, Sharon Moore, the head coach now of the Michigan Wolverines. Luka Doncic has put up 70 points oh. tonight. 70. I'm watching it right now, Amber, uh, and it's effortless. And they've got about five minutes to go in the game. They're up 11. Like, that means anything right now, right? I mean, but good Lord. Yep. <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, are you kidding me? On the heels of Embiid going for 70 mm-hmm. just a couple nights ago. and now Joel's Lu- got to be so annoyed that Luke now is doing Luke is doing- tonight. He's got to be so annoyed. There's, three, there's like three minutes left, too. So, I mean, I, oh, so I, I'm, I'm way behind, right? So, my bad. Uh, yeah, I am, too. you got to love the delay. Always. Always. Uh, so, we'll keep you updated on that. Let's see how high. Kobe right now is looking Luka. down from basketball heaven going, you got 81? Anybody got 81? Yeah. Come on. Luka, Who's got 81 still- in them? There's still time. We'll see. Uh, Luca has put up 70 tonight. Devin Booker, by the way, has put up 60 tonight, but getting overshadowed by Luca right now. Also being overshadowed, Ian, is the fact that Bill Belichick, Mike Vrabel, and Pete Carroll don't actually have jobs, right? I mean, I guess Pete Carroll could be an advisor to the Seattle Seahawks, but none of them have actual coaching jobs. Three of the biggest names in the entire sport and nobody's hiring them? Yeah, uh, th- th- this this one's interesting to me. Uh, and, and it's a fascinating conversation because and I'm, I'm going to put this to you, Amber. Do you think this was the Atlanta Falcons who interviewed? Let's start with Belichick. They interviewed him twice. Was this about them saying You're, you, you don't relate to the modern day player anymore? Or was this Bill after the second interview going, you know what? I don't want to play without a quarterback anymore. I don't want to coach without a quarterback anymore. Which one do you think it is? Because it's one or the other. I think it's that Raheem Morris came in, energized with a full plan, his staff, his full plan moving forward, really motivated, really wanting that job. And it probably seemed a lot different than Bill Belichick in his 70s interview, which it had been a long time since Bill had had to interview for anything. And if you're Belichick, I understand why also there's only so much effort you'd probably even want to put into it or enthusiasm you'd probably want to put into it. And if you start asking Bill Belichick questions, how long can you commit here? What's your plan in building this team? Because this isn't annoyed? exactly a team that's going to... Right. And then that's the other thing. Does he get annoyed? Is, is, some, is a younger coach who is looking for another opportunity to prove himself as a head coach because he, he's had opportunities in the past. But if you actually are still learning, looking to prove yourself at that position in the National Football League, are you far more motivated with the plan moving forward, with the commitment of the years, with taking maybe less money? I mean, there's a lot of factors there. So I can see why the Falcons probably end up more attracted to the coach who hasn't won the six Super Bowls that Bill Belichick has. I'm going to be very blunt in this. 
the Atlanta Falcons are like Noah's Ark. They got two of everything. We've talked about this a ton. Wide receivers, O-line, running backs, you name it. They've got it. But they don't have a quarterback. And if I'm Bill Belichick, and I'm, t- I'm chasing Don Shula's all-time win record, and guys like Belichick need coaching like you and I need oxygen. Said that earlier, and I'll say it again now. I, I, I don't know which one caved and which one didn't want the other. Meaning, Belichick, after two interviews, going, you know what? Don't want it. I'm out. Or was it the Falcons going, you know what? <laughs> you don't relate. We're out. I don't I have I have no idea. But well, I can he, see I can see coaching, both sides of it. Because if you ain't got a quarterback coaching, you wouldn't think it would be him who would pull yeah, out. But if you don't have a quarterback, you don't have a shot. And he knows that better than anybody. Right. Well somebody I mean, Raheem Morris is in his forties, you know, a, a younger coach that has such a long career ahead of him might not be scared off by that because you have time. You have time to find a quarterback and develop a quarterback if you believe in yourself in order to be able to do that. If you're Bel- Belichick, you probably want nothing to do with that. But I still feel like it was more the Falcons' decision than Bill's decision because I feel like we would have heard of it, about it if he was pulling his name out of the hat. We're not pulling our names out of the hat. We'll be back here on ESPN Radio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Evan Booker finishes his night for the Phoenix Suns with 62 points in a losing effort. The Suns lost to the Indiana Pacers 133 to 132. So, or 131, rather. 133 to 131. 62 points down the drain for Devin Booker. Woo. But he was very much outdone tonight because Luca wanted something to say about it. Luca right now has 73 points against the Atlanta Hawks. This game pretty close, um, but it looks like Dallas is going to end up winning this game, right? Uh, five How many second, seconds are yeah, left? I'm five, showing. Five seconds to okay. go, 146, 143, and Luka was really fouled on the inbounds after Trey Young made a three to make it a three-point game, and but they didn't call it. Luka passes to Tim Hardaway Jr. He's the one at, at the free-throw line. 147, 143, five seconds to go with another free throw to come for Tim Hardaway Jr. No matter what, I mean, Luca's going to finish with, are you kidding 73 me? Points, 73 points. 73 like. points. And wow. somewhere in basketball heaven, Kobe Bryant is looking down going, you fools can't score 81? I mean, mm-hmm. it's... Because people you, have been trying this week. Joel put up, what, 70? How many did Joel? 70. Was it 70? 70. And Cat yeah. put up 60-something this week, and now we get Booker's 60-something, and we have Luca's 70-something. And Man, what Remo- a week there in the NBA absolutely for scores. mesmerizing before we get to big deal or not a big deal, but to just to put into perspective what Kobe's 81 means. Hot Rod Hunley, I was out with the Utah Jazz, uh, the Utah Jazz Radio Network, when Kobe went for 81, Amber, and Hot Rod Hunley 
first round draft pick for the Jazz, voice of the Jazz. Uh, you know, played at West Virginia with Jerry West. He looks at me when I, when I told him that at Kobe had gone for eighty one, and he looks at me and says, "That was three weeks for me." <laughs> Three weeks were the games to get to 81 sure. points, and the dude did it in one game. So when you really think about what, you know, going Will Chamberlain at, for 100 points, Kobe for 81, as we marvel at Luka going for 73, right, and Devin Booker going for 60-plus, and, and Joel Embiid going for 70, it, it we are living in a moment in this week which is literally – Historic. I don't know if we've if we've seen a week like this where individual players have all top sixty plus that many. That's a that's an ESPN stats and info. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Hell of a week. Remarkable. Uh, certainly, yeah, remarkable week. So Luca with seventy three points Woo! tonight. By the way, Kobe Bryant, the great Kobe Bryant, passed away four years ago today. Him and his daughter. And, of course, the others who were on that helicopter in January 26, 2020. Wow. It's been four years since we lost Kobe Bryant. All right. Let's transition. No easy way to do it. But let's play some big deal, not a big deal. It's making headlines. Extra, extra. Read all about it. But is it a big deal or not a big deal with Amber and Ian? And James Steele. Hello, James. Yeah, let's uh, stick with the NBA here. Uh, LeBron James became the first player to be named to 20 All-Star teams Thursday night when he was selected for the Western Conference as part of the league's unveiling of the 10 starters for next month's All-Star game in Indianapolis. James, who passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the most All-Star nods in NBA history, was joined in the West starting five by Nikola Jokic, Kevin Durant, Luka, Mr. 73 points tonight, and Shane Gilgis-Alexander. LeBron said that being voted in to uh, as an all-star starter for the 20th consecutive time, he was, quote, just very humbled. Amber, big deal, not a big deal. 20 all-star game selections for LeBron James. Can you imagine if I said not a big deal? <laughs> to 20 <laughs> all-star game selections. A historic record. 20 times. To- I mean, can you imagine if I was like, meh, not really a big deal. Meh. Seen it, you know, been there, done that. Yeah, of course, obviously. Obviously, it's a big deal. I don't care what you want to say about LeBron versus other generations. It is inarguable that he is the greatest player of his generation. I frankly would argue maybe the greatest of all time, but I know everyone's going to get too getting tizzy into that. and get all crazy. I'm not going Either there. way, it's a very big deal. What she said, and we're not going into that whole who's the greatest ever kind of comment. Not, not doing it. No, ma'am. It's a a Friday. We're in a good mood. Nope. 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 Radio show. So nope. Nope. Ian. All right. uh, James. Steph Curry wasn't named an all-star game starter Thursday, but he did hint that he has plans for at least one event in Indianapolis over all-star weekend. Curry was wired with a microphone for golden state's game Thursday night against the Kings and a discussion with warriors teammate, uh, with one of his Warriors teammates about Sabrina Ionescu, who scored 37 points in the WNBA's three-point contest last summer. That topped Curry's NBA three-point contest best of 31. He said, quote, I think I've got a challenger. Uh, Ionescu, the New York Liberty star, responded on social media, quote, let's get it. See you at the three-point line. Love it. And big deal, not a big deal that we might get. Steph versus Sabrina. I'm all about it. Big deal. I love it. To the point where Kevin Durant, right, was watching South Carolina LSU last night 
1v9. If anybody missed that on ESPN, that was hooping. Those women were getting after it. It was awesome. So take note. And and Sabrina, as a girl dad, talking about Kobe also, right? Kick his ass. I mean, I'm all for it. Big deal. I mean, I, I want to see this so badly. Bring it on. Absolutely, it's a big deal. I love it. Is it weird as a woman? I'm a little nervous for this. As a woman who's worked in sports for the last no. 25 years. Because there's so... They're so- there's so much of that <clears throat> that underlies this com- conversation, and if she wasn't to win, I think it would be so cool to see. That's all. I, I want it. Come on. I know what I know what the response would be. She's got Steph ice Curry in her veins, Amber. Embrace this competition. Huh? She's a she's a bad a. Oh, em- she embrace is. it. Embrace so I don't it. know if she needs to take him on. I don't know if we need to. My I guess my point is. Why can't she stand alone? Like, she already beat the record. So she has oh, the head record. Oh, head to head. One, no. I, Why I, I, does I he disagree. need to challenge her? I, uh, I, th- there's like a, and I don't mean to, I'm not normally the woman that does this here on the radio, but I just, there's something about it that I'm I like, I it. don't know. Why can't we just let Sabrina nah. be the boss and be hey, Sabrina? Sab- Why do we need to, like, have the man take her on in order to solidify hey. If I'm Sabrina, the, I know James, we're going to come back to you one more, for another one. But a hey, Amber, if I'm Sabrina, I'm walking into his locker room, Larry Bird style, and going, "You finishing second? And walking out. That that's what Larry Bird did famously in a three point competition. Walks in with his practice, you know, uni still on. Which one of you bleepers is finishing second? Walked out, doesn't even take the practice top off and goes and wins the three-point competition. And on the last shot, famously, as he lets it go, holds his finger up like, you all know what just happened. That's Sabrina. Go do it. I love it. Sorry. No, I, I, I listen, it. if we lived in a slightly different world, I would agree. I just, the, I just know what the reaction. I just know... The reaction, the misogyny that will appear. No. If she was not to win that contest. And it's not a contest she actually needs to partake in because she's already won, is my point. Like, she has already won. I don't know. Go ahead. Well, she it's not normally, this is not normally a, a, the type of take I have. But Probably. I know. There's, I'm shocked there's right something, now. Yeah. I, there's, there's something that's a little, I don't know. I, I'm just like a little like, man, why can't she just. Women's basketball is doing so well, and it's like there's so that much game, hype around That game it. last night, if, if anybody missed it, you missed out. It was awesome. It was and awesome. by the way, I know he's doing it all respect. I'm not saying anything negative about Steph Curry here or, or him wanting to challenge her. Like no, I think are. that's dope. I just don't I'm think kidding. it's necessary. No, I'm, joking. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying anything negative. I think it's cool. <laughs> if there wasn't going to be like an unbelievably misogynistic backlash if she doesn't win it. <laughs> Which there shouldn't be, and we should all just be able to enjoy. So therefore, it is a big deal. That's what we're saying. It is a big deal. deal. There we go. Right? There it is. Amber probably has a point there. All right. Uh, On Wednesday afternoon, uh, Hope College in Holland, Michigan, uh, their Twitter account posted a picture of Kirk Cousins uh, posing with assistant professor Patrick Gentle's sports communication class. 
Cousins, who played high school, uh, his high school football at Holland Christian High School in the city, explained the situation in a tweet on Friday. He said, quote, two students stopped me after my physical therapy session at Hope, told me they'd get extra credit if I showed up to class. So I had to stop by, Cousins wrote. <laughs> I love this guy. So uh, got a couple of kids uh, some extra credit by stopping by the class. Uh, Ian, big deal, not a big deal. Uh, uh, Kirk Cousins, if you never, if you didn't watch the – Netflix doc quarterback and not fall in love with Kirk Cousins, the person. I don't care what you think about the player. And you, there's no way you're not saying it's a big deal because everything this guy does in the community, especially for people that, I mean, a lot of guys could have just walked away. Like I, I got to go, you know, I have, I have, and the kids would have understood it. This dude. No. So it's a big deal because it meant that much. To those kids love the guy. Absolutely love the guy, and he's underrated and underappreciated. It's a big deal. So it should be a big deal. And by the way, Kirk Cousins, unbelievably likable in that doc. Absolutely unbelievably likable. It should be a big deal. However, there was a video circulating this week in the last couple days where Bad Bunny showed up to a class at the University of Miami. And so that's kind of a bigger deal because if we're weighing here... (laughs) appearances in college classrooms this week Kirk Cousins is super cool <laughs> but so you, you just went full-on NFL analyst on Kirk Cousins like hey he's good but he ain't that good well, he just like ain't that that buddy famous up. you know we're what I mean like, like oh Kirk God. Cousins oh as famous God. as Kirk Cousins is in NFL circles he's got 654,000 followers on Instagram bad bunny has four... uh, Bad matter. Bunny. The question is, big deal or not a big deal? Kirk Cousins help these kids get extra credit. Bad Bunny has 46 and a half million. Okay. So the question was... So in terms of fame and Kirk popularity... Cousins, oh, the, the question was, did Kirk Cousins' big deal, not a big deal, so help these kids get extra credit? I'm saying it would be a big credit? deal if not for the fact... The bad bunny showed up in a college uh, classroom this week. Again, Kirk Cousins leg so hiked on a like deal. a fire hydrant Sorry, dog. There you go. Right there. All right, one more. Six and a half million Yet again. on Instagram. Uh, we should probably go to break. Let's go to break. Okay. Oh, clock integrity. What do we got? One come, more. Come on. Come on. No. Neither of us have been here as long as you, Ian Fitzsimmons. We don't have the job security Ian Fitzsimmons has. Coming up next. We'll make our official picks for Championship Sunday. That is next. Amber and Ian is on ESPN Radio. Come on! They were playing some basketball tonight, buddy, especially Luka Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks. Luka was on fire tonight as the Mavericks beat the Atlanta Hawks. Luka put up 73 points. 73. And oh, by the way, 10 rebounds, or, or seven, yeah, 10 rebounds, seven assists as well. Hell of a stat line there from Luca. <laughs> what he, could, he couldn't have gotten the tripled up? Like, we couldn't yeah, have done 10 I mean, assists, on. buddy? What, what a Only slacker. seven assists? What a slacker. <laughs> 73, 10, and seven. Uh, what a bummer. But Luca, he spoke after the game on Bally Sports. Here's his postgame. 73 points. What was your mindset coming into tonight's game? Uh, get a win, man. Uh, We've been struggling lately. Uh, mindset was get a win. Uh, uh, we play great. Uh, we struggle a little bit on defense, but we play great offense. 
Was there a point in tonight's game where you knew this was a special one for you? No, I was just going, you know, uh, whatever the defense gave me. In the second half, they doubled me all the time, so I tried to make some plays. Uh, then sometimes I would just break the double. So just seeing the game. Yeah, how big was that when it got more physical and they were double-teaming you that Dante Exum came up big, Josh Green as well? It was great. It was a trust, you know. I always trust my teammates, you know, uh, make the right play. It's always big time for us. And next man up, you know, they, they were great today. Well, next man up, that was definitely you tonight. You even had Hawks fans cheering in this arena. Did you notice? Yeah, I did. I, I heard some MVP too, so... Yeah, it's beautiful. Well, the most points scored this year, a franchise record for the Mavs, and a record for this arena. Where does this one rank for you? Uh, I mean, probably on the top, one of the top, you know. Uh, uh, but yeah, I'm glad we got a win. So that was Luca after putting up 73 points tonight. And oh, by the way, Devin Booker also had over 60 points tonight. The Suns lost, though, in that effort, but the Dallas Mavericks get the win off of uh, Lucas 73. We are getting you ready here for championship Sunday and we've got to make our picks in. And there's a lot of pressure because right now in terms of the ESPN radio pick them challenge, oh, this is for God. the postseason. And we started a new challenge for the postseason. Everybody, yeah. all the radio shows have been doing their postseason picks and we are tied at the top of the standings. The problem is we are tied at the top of the standings with three other shows, because everybody right now is six and four. So when Sportsmanlike is six and four, Carlin versus Joe, Freddie and Harry, and Amber and Ian. Sitting at yeah, five and, and five, look, game we, night and greeny. We went five and one in the wild card weekend. I told you last Friday that I w- we were praying for two and two. Uh, we went one and three. And if we hit a field goal here or there, we're going two and two. But you know what? We went against the... Uh, we went against America and Vegas lost and we lost. So here we go. I'm ready. By the way, before we get to uh, picks, bet to your hands bleed. Give me San Francisco. I'm going to lay the seven. Buy it down. Uh, right now it's at seven and a half. Buy it down to seven. Give me bet. Give me San Fran. I hate it because my daughter Marin is riding on a big, big ticket. If the Lions win in Vegas, 25 to win 250 at the start of the season. I don't see it. Give me San Francisco, and then give me the under, Amber, in the Baltimore-Kansas City game. Buy it up to 45. Bet to your hands bleed. We are 46-25-2 on the number, and bet to your hands bleed. So, San Fran, under in the KC and Baltimore game. But more importantly, let's turn this over to a very special guest. Well, before we get to our picks real quick, because I, I want to set the stage here, and oh, James, baby. I want to be sure that these lines – are what the other shows were using. So right now, Baltimore on ESPN bet is favored by four and San Francisco is favored by seven. Are those the lines that we're working off of? Nope. That's it. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Just make sure. Even better. Even better. All right. Perfect. All right. So let's, so James's daughter, Joe is in tonight, Joanna, and she is in, she is going to help us do our radio challenge. Pickums. Music. Come on now. Here we go. I know we need like to, here we go, Joe. We gotta, I got we gotta, faith in you, kid. We got to pick it up, Cam. Do we have music? You are our fi- up. There we go, Joe. Right. You. These are our official picks. Forget what so I just Joe. said. Forget what Amber just said. This is all you. Before before I even get anybody else's opinion, Joe. Kansas City Chiefs. They are at the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens minus four. Who you got, Joe? Chiefs. 
Ah, you're listening to your dad, Angel. <laughs> She's going to be smart. She's a Tell very Joe. smart girl. And Joe, Joe let me ask you a question. Why is your dad a Pittsburgh Penguins fan but a Kansas City Chiefs fan? Do you know? No. You don't nobody know? Knows. Okay, nobody no knows. one knows. Nobody, no nobody one knows. understands right. it. He's from Pittsburgh. Nobody knows. All right. The Detroit, like he's a front runner, I think is the answer there. Uh, the Detroit Lions are at the San Francisco 49ers. The Niners minus seven. Joe, who you got? The Lions. No! Oh, this is your idea. Ian. This is your idea. Okay. So that's Joe's picks. Is that the show's picks? Yes. Ian, who yeah. would you pick? I, I just told you, I'm, I'm betting to your hands bleed against my daughter. My hat's all crooked. I mean, I can't. <laughs> JoJo, we just talked about this. You went against me, Angel. I I didn't listen to a word you said. That, you're like my daughters. There you go. She's, you you fit in well. well. Or uh, you're I, like I anybody on the show. I would also be going oh. to San Francisco here. Here's the thing, though. Seven's, I mean, seven's large spread. So there's that. We're just betting against the spread. They are begging. Vegas is begging America to take Detroit, and they're doing it right now. 72% of the wagers are on Detroit. I know. And I don't love it. I would would take San Francisco here as well. The Chiefs and Ravens, I mean, I'm probably going Ravens here too, but that one I'm a little less less apprehensive about. I love the under. I love the under. Take the the under 44 and a half. Buy it up to 45. James, real talk. Be objective for a second. Well, you're not going to be able to be objective for the Kansas City game. So just give me your pick for Lions Niners. Who would you have taken? Uh, Cam, Cam, what do you got since he's going, ah? Cam, what do you got? I 49ers. Give me Sam Fran, and I'm I'm also rolling with the Chiefs as well. Joe is a a woman. Is a woman on an island by herself. And so if we're rolling with Joe's picks, then we know everybody else is going to take the Niners. So if it hits, Joe, you're we a genius. catapult to the top of the standings. You get ice cream forever if, it, if you hit the Lions. There if you it go. Hits, if it hits, could hit. So, Joe, the spread, what it means... Is that and we haven't gotten the there in third grade yet? Win. So that, no, she hasn't learned is, that kind is, of math. I feel like she, she's got this. She's got this. The Niners could still win, but they just have to win by less than seven points. So you win if the Lions win the game or if the 49ers win the game, but by less than seven points, then you are a genius. And I'm sure that's what's going to happen. More geniuses to come here on ESPN Radio. Game night no, is ESPN Radio. <laughs> Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.